Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio. What's up? We are back on NBS Fitness Radio. I am here with Rick and Mara Williams. Uh, they are members at our Cairo location, uh, recently joined us here in this, this past year, uh, and we are here to talk about family fitness. So uh, first, I'd like to kind of hear about your background in fitness, how you kind of came about it. Uh, so let's start with you, Mara. How did you start training? Um, well, it really is all because of him, because I've always been interested in fitness, but um, he started doing working out and doing CrossFit at his office. And so I was like, oh, that seems kind of cool. Yeah. So I was like really interested. I was like, this seems like way more fun than just trying to walk around the gym and figure out what I'm doing. So then I moved to Mississippi for a year and (laughs) did exactly that. Got started going to a gym and just walking around trying to figure out what I was doing. And then I moved back home and pretty, pretty immediately started jumping into CrossFit at Battle Axe in Carville and just loved it, fell in love with it. And how, how old were you when you first started doing it at the office gym? Um, I only went a handful of times, went to a workshop or two, and I was probably, I probably was 21, maybe 21, okay. I would say, yeah. Were you doing um, anything in high school? Nope. Yeah. Um, I did. I was homeschooled, so I didn't play any sports. Okay. And uh, we grew up on a farm, though, okay. so, I mean, I'd hauled some 50-pound sacks of feet around yeah, the farm. Right. But other than that, it was... Laps around the pond, on the, on that the, kind of stuff. On the farm, they call fitness life. Right. It was just life, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Very cool. And how about you, Rich? Yeah. So, um, you know, Carney's a coach here, and uh, I work with, worked with Carney yeah. uh, back in the time. Nice. And that so, the- yeah, and he started, a, he started a CrossFit gym at the office, and so just started out one day a week, probably three, uh, three plus years ago. And, uh, and, you know, one day a week turned into two days and then three days and then COVID hit and sent us away. And yeah. so, uh, Carney and I did a lot of working out just at his house for, uh, for a little bit. And then, um, it got to, he was coaching and so got to where it was harder for us to get together. So I, I said, well, I'm, I've got to find a gym. I've got yeah. to stick with this. I'm, you know, I'm doing great. And, um, so, uh, went and found Battle Axe and, and, uh, joined there and, and uh and yeah the rest is history so we've just been hanging out there so so crossfit at the office was your first introduction to any type of like regular exercise yeah pretty much pretty much yeah i mean like like mara said we were out on the farm so it was putting up fences and dealing with cows we raised alpacas which was kind of interesting and fun but uh yeah it's all of that okay um, what talk, what was kind of like that first experience life? Because I think, um, for a lot of people just walking into kind of CrossFit as your first thing. Well, well, I think it's probably the best choice mm-hmm. because it at least sends you in a direction that's going to like have a long-term positive effect. It can be uh pretty, whoa, it, it's kind of intimidating. Yeah. yeah. So how was all that? Yeah. Um, I was never real intimidated. Of course, I had known Carney for several years. He had loved it and just yeah. talked about it all the time. He's, um, you know, so uh, I guess I was familiar with it, but it was it was pretty intense. Um, uh, it, 
Yeah, but it was, I mean, but it was fine. It wasn't scary or anything. But I, again, I had, I think I had an intro to it, like probably not most people yeah. do, you know. Well, and not that it's scary, but I think sometimes, um, like if you haven't experienced what, like having your heart rate up at yeah. like 90% of yeah. your max feels like. Yeah. Like the, the, the story I always <laughs> tell is like, if you ever remember that there was an MTV uh, TV show called Made, and it, it was always like someone who wanted to kind of like have a transformation. So it'd be like, Someone who may, someone who was like not very popular in school wanted to be like the homecoming king. Yeah, like makeovers. And they yeah. would always put them with the trainer. And like their first workout, they'd always think they were dying. Like, yeah. like legitimately be like, oh, this is what death must feel like. Because like this is yeah. the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Mm-hmm. So I was like, think like that first time you're like, yeah. Wow, I never experienced that yeah. before. <laughs> well, you think you're you think you're like kind of fit, or I thought I was kind of fit, you know. And then I go and do that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, am I 80 years old? My heart rate has never been this high before. Yeah. Like, yeah, Definitely. I was like, I didn't even know I could sweat this much. Yes. Like all of the things, and I was like, okay, but also that was kind of fun. Yeah, so. you're like, well, and I think that's like one of the obvious benefits of fitness is you get to experience something that's very difficult and challenging and uncomfortable, but then you come through it on the other side yeah. and that's very um, motivating. It's, it's um, builds confidence. You're like, I yeah. survived that. Yeah. Okay. I feel good about myself because I did survive that. I want to feel good about myself again. Let's try that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, um, what kind of changes have you seen in yourselves since you started doing CrossFit and start training. And, and that can be both physical, but also mental, yeah. emotional, maybe social. Yeah. Let me just start. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I guess it's been, I mean, it's probably been, I can't do math very well, but it's probably been close to nine or 10 months now since I really started going. Um, and the biggest thing I think, like overarchingly has just been like discipline. Mm. Like I am not like naturally a super disciplined person. And so just, but like getting up and forcing, not like forcing myself for the first, you know, few weeks yeah. to go and do it. And, and even though I enjoyed it afterwards, I was like, I have to get up and do this tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then just like hitting a certain point where I was like, okay, I enjoy this and now I want to be there. Um, and then I, I do a lot with kids. I've, I've, babysit I help out at the church and stuff with kids so just like not being out of breath after chasing them around the lobby two or three times has been really nice (laughs) yeah and um so just like practically like health-wise even again thinking that I was fit you know just seeing like this massive difference in my energy level and um my confidence to do anything um physical or even just to get up in the morning and go and um just you know take on my day but um but yeah overall just definitely that that's awesome and i think it's um it's probably understated how beneficial that is to learn a lot of that in your 20s yeah (laughs) yeah for sure to have to kind of like face that reality in your 30s 40s or 50s later on like it's 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 a lot easier when you're younger and yeah have less habits established sure so how about you rich what kind of uh changes have you seen in yourself yeah um well i so yeah, it was I I, I was um, considerably overweight. Probably still a little overweight, but uh, um, so I went in, you know, pretty heavy and trying to, you know, just kind of starting from ground zero. Um, and it was it was definitely tough, but um, uh, it was great to start seeing a physical 
change yeah. in my body, you know. And I, I mean, the, the clothes I wear di- are different now. How much, how much weight have you lost total? Lost about 30 pounds. Nice. So, It'd yeah. be interesting. Uh, I wish we had been able to see what the in-body yeah. Yeah. was said on the front end where you could actually see how much, like, what the I know. exchange of fat for, for muscle. I know. Like. Well, it just it blows my mind uh, to look in the mirror, you know. It just – my body looks so different than it did yeah. three years ago. It's just, it's crazy to me. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I – as far as, you know, one of the things, this is kind of weird to me, but I, I we live on a place we're living at. It's like two acre lot. Yep. Got a lot of trees, a lot of mature trees. So when it comes to the fall, we have a lot of leaves on the ground. I mean, when I say a lot, it's more than you would think. Yeah. Um, and uh, what blows my mind is the last couple of years, I have gotten out there by myself with a rake yep. and raked the whole yard. And, um, and it blows my mind, the endurance that I have. I have. Yep. Even as a kid, I remember uh, my dad was a tree surgeon, and so I wrecked a lot of yards after he did tree work. Yeah. And uh, but the stamina and the endurance that I have to, to do that just it, it it really blows my mind every time I do it. I'm just it's crazy. So that's awesome. Dude. So yeah, I think um, I've had this conversation with my dad before because my dad does not exercise, and um, and his statement will be like, "I'm very active," mm-hmm. yeah. and I'll say, "Well, I'll mow the lawn today," and I try to be like. <laughs> Activity is not exercise, no. and if activity feels like exercise, that's a very clear indication that we're not at a uh, we're not at an appropriate level of fitness. Yeah, if you have an appropriate level of fitness, you you'll be able to go and do those activities without them wiping you out. Right? Yeah. Like it may be hot, and you'll sweat, of course, but like you're not gonna mow the lawn yeah. or garden or rake, rake leaves and be like. I'm done. I'm wiped out. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're like, I, you, that's well within your capacity. Right. And I think that's, um, and I, I understand the, when, when the encouragement when people are like, just do something, get outside and do yard work or sure. garden. And I'm like, Hey, if that's the catalyst that leads to other stuff, great. But that, that can't, that's not going to actually take you to where you yeah, need to Yeah, it's not go. the solution to the problem. All right, so uh, one, one, one dynamic I like to kind of address is, um, like, when, when do you think the last time you felt this healthier fit w- was? Because sometimes when, um, like, people say, like, I feel like I did when I was, like, 20 or, or 25. Or like, uh, so if you don't mind, sure how old you are yeah. now, but then, like, how you feel versus your actual age. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm 54 now. Um, you know, I probably didn't feel this good and, um, till probably back in my college days, probably in my early twenties. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I I never really thought of myself as, as kind of declining, but I, but I I certainly look back and see now, And, and I'm a computer programmer. So I sit at a desk all day, every day and have for the last 30 years of my career. So I really haven't had a whole lot of activity outside of, you know, that's how to work. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And that's, I think that's huge. Um, in that you probably have a fitness level that is greater than most people, you know, 20, even 30 years uh, younger than you. Not of the most fit, super active, but you say uh, a 54 year old who exercises every day is in better physical health and fitness than someone, than that 25 year old who's not doing anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And we can kind of like extrapolate that out and be like, well, what's your life span and health span going to look like? 
what is the life of someone who's 70 and has been exercising for the last 25 years look like compared to the person who hasn't been exercising in the last 50 years? Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, it's pretty mind-blowing. You'll see, like, I think one of the things we're going to start seeing here is some people well into their 70s, 80s, 90s with functionality and fitness greater than people well well under half their age. Yeah. You know, um, which is, it, you know, for those people, it's, it's great. But then on the flip side, it's like the people half their age are like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, yeah. let's let's use this as an example to yeah. make some changes. Um, well, how has your doing this together impacted y'all's relationship? <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like it's, for me, accountability, like, for him to be like, hey, let's get up, let's go, yeah. um, for sure. And then, I mean, we we talk about CrossFit together all the time, yeah. and we bond over things and my mom's looking at us like y'all are crazy you're talking about how much weight you lifted this morning and i have no idea what's what a barbell and uh you know those lifts are and so it's it's been really fun to kind of like learn about it together yeah. and and then just have it to talk about and to i mean and we ride together and so we just get a lot of quality time yeah. together too so i feel like i've i've loved that aspect of it yeah. yeah um you know one of the things that she was talking about earlier was um was talking about getting up early in the morning. I always, always trying to do the early class just because I like to person. do it. And not yeah. even close. And so that was part of the first several months was just trying to, you know, I'd have to go knock on her door and say, hey, come on, you know, let's go. So, uh, and, and sometimes she would text me and say, I'm going to no. stay into that. But, um, so, uh, but she's, she's, that's, that's gotten a lot different now. So, um, and, uh, so that's, so that's good. But yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, uh, uh, my wife or mom uh, will laugh at us a lot of times when we're talking CrossFit or when we're practicing our form yeah. uh, in the or living room about or whatever. We're talking how sore you know. we are. Yeah. Talk, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, I mean, it gives us another, another way, another uh, connection point, uh -huh. you know, another yeah. point on which to, to connect uh, that I don't, uh, that I don't have with my, with my other kids. So yeah, that's awesome. And uh, it's probably because my mom, um, if you're not familiar, but my Madre has um, been training with me for either 14, 14 this year, 15, some, that's something around there. She yeah. started training with me um, well before I even had MBS Fitness. And, um, and so it's been a cool experience to, to kind of see her grow and develop. And there's, I mean, I'm proud of everyone, but there's just, yeah. there's a little different mm -hmm. when it's like your mom, yeah. you know, who does something. Yeah. Um, and then likewise, it's definitely helped us kind of like really build a bond that I don't know if we would have built if we didn't have something like this to do together. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there wasn't yeah. something that kept us engaging and, 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 and the, the beautiful thing about this is like, okay, we're totally different stages of life. Right. And we've yeah. got totally different, uh, uh, habit or ho hobbies and all things going on. But this is like that one thing that we both maintain and will continue to maintain. So it's like this, mm -hmm. it's this forced connection where we get to have conversation and, and, and build memories. And so like, yeah, I'll always go back and be like, and there's like all these memories that we have together from doing this together. And it's like, yeah. it's truly a bond that, I mean, I appreciate it probably more than I, than I, than I say, definitely yeah. more than I say, um, that I think, uh, 
is something really special if you can get that, you know, um, parent child relationship to kind of kind of yeah. happen yeah. in the gym. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what uh, what's been kind of the response from the rest of the family? Because you guys have a wife and some other 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 kids. Is there has there been any interest? Is there the opposite of that <laughs> repulsion uh, because of it? Like, what's been that response? I mean, we, I don't know. Um, my mom, I think, is, like, moderately interested, yeah. but kind of kind of scared yeah. maybe if it's intense and she doesn't think. I think she could totally do it. Yeah. I know she could do well, it. And that, that's a beautiful beautiful part about the level method is like yeah. once you've experienced yes and that's, like, hey, that's look, what i keep saying I yeah you can do white yes like, that's a, it's like every you can, can do, do white yes 100 yeah absolutely yeah but as far as like siblings not not so much interest i think my oldest brother his like recently mentioned yeah. he's about to have his first kid and so uh, he was like i think he's kind of starting to think about it a little bit more mm-hmm. and and um he and so he mentioned to me the other day like something about doing Murph. And I was like, you didn't, no, that, <laughs> that does not need to be your first workout. <laughs> so, um, it's the deep end of the pool. Yeah. yeah, yeah don't yeah, be yeah, jumping yeah, there. Yeah. So, so yeah, but, but minimal interest. Um, um well, let me ask you this. So like when, have, have you, expl- have they seen some of the, the, uh, changes in, in, in y'all and like made notice of that? Like what's their response yeah. been? Yeah, absolutely. I think they've definitely noticed. I mean, especially, I mean, for me, even that was part of the appeal too for me to see the change in him because obviously I've known him my whole life and have seen seen him. I mean, he looks like a totally different person and I like was so I'm so proud of the how far he's come. And um, and then also like everybody's can like you can't look at him and not know and not see and he we talk about it like we do we we joke about how people talk about crossfit all the time and now we are those people so yeah and the way i describe it and so this is segue into our next topic Mm -hmm. um i started exercising when i was like purposely training i played when i was a kid (laughs) i started purposely training when uh, in seventh grade so this has been a wow. huge part of my life, my yeah. whole life, right? Um, so I've had many years to think about it and and meditate on it and put vocabulary behind it, so I can speak to the value of it myself. And I yeah. think that's when people say, "Oh, you talk about CrossFit all the time," or you talk <laughs> about fitness is like I talk about the things that are important to me. Like, yeah, this is something I place high value on. Um, it, it, I can't really have a good conversation with people about TV shows. People are like, you watch Yellowstone? I'm like, I don't watch TV. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to have a conversation about that. Or even sports sometimes. Yeah. People are like, you see the game? Like, I don't watch sports. Besides. Same. Um, <laughs> so, but like, what can I talk about? Probably the thing that's important to me, right? I can yeah. talk about that in depth. Um, so when I think when people like, all you talk about is this. Is, like, that's my response. Like, yeah. Talk about what's important to me. And like, yeah. And then I've seen it, how it's changed, you know, my life. And so I'm like, of course I would talk about it. Yeah, 100%. So let me ask you this. How then do y'all, or how would would you describe um, fitness and its value in your life? So this has now kind of been become part of who you are. So if someone, let's say someone within your family, you were trying to say like, say like, why do y'all keep, why do you you get up and wake up at five o'clock to go to 530 class um why do you do why do you sweat and, and <laughs> be sore and all that kind of stuff 
How how would you describe to someone this value? Why it's important to you? And I, you know, for me, you know, like I said, it's it's being able to get out and rake the rake the yard. Um, about to, like she just mentioned, about to have our first grandchild, and I'm thinking. I remember running around with kids and it's going to take a lot of energy and I'm a little concerned about that. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to be geared up for that. And, um, and just to be able to deal with, you know, I mean, there's, you know, how everybody and, and their brother's moving and, uh, they need some help, uh, hauling the refrigerator down the stairs or something, you know, I mean, yeah. all that crazy stuff. So it's, it's good to know that I can go do those kind of yeah. things for friends or for myself or for my you know family. Um, and, and, and I'm prepared. Yeah, yeah. I'm prepared to do that. So yeah. that's awesome. It's a, a higher level of preparation and yeah. ability and, um, engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I feel like it's, I mean, even just the same line of thought there, just the practicality of it. Like mm-hmm. if I am like, Ugh, every time I get out of a chair at 24 years old, <laughs> I don't, I don't want that to be the way it is unless it's because I'm sore. Cause I worked out so that I'm not you know, feeling the aching in my bones already. That's and right. so, so just like practically, like, like my life is like it, I don't, I don't like worry about that so much because I know that what I'm doing is going to help me and I can see, I can see how it's helping me now. And I know that that's going to translate into, I'm going to look back when I'm 54 and go, I'm really glad that I did this because I can, you know, take care of my family and whatever that looks like at that point, you know, yeah. so. And no one ever goes, Man, I'm sure I'm glad I I didn't take care of my my body. Yeah, right. Like, I'm sure I'm glad I didn't exercise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the kid equation is something that uh, that I think a lot of people in their 20s and 30s, like in, in my in and I'm 36, and so uh, all my friends have kids, right? And and some of them exercise, and some of them don't, and. Um, and I try to kind of get across to them, you know, the impact you're going to be able to have with your kids and the, and the, um, and the experiences you're going to be able to have with your kids is impacted by like your body. And, and, and if you're not taking care of it, it's going to limit the impacts you can have on them. It's going to limit the, um, the experiences you can have. So, it's something as simple as like when you come home at the end of the day, if you're worn out and you're wrecked and mm-hmm. you're just tired and the only thing you have the capacity to do is sit down and watch TV, <laughs> you're missing out on an opportunity to go build some type of memory with your kids, whether that be going yeah. for a walk or going uh, outside and playing or throwing the ball or you know something like your kids aren't going to look back and have those. They, they might if you do this, but you, uh, you probably don't want your kids to look back and have a bunch of memories of like, watching TV every day sitting around all the time and uh the way I I describe it uh is I have a lot of memories at my grandparents house yeah I don't have a lot of memories with my grandparents Mm -hmm. you know there's Mm -hmm. very few times I I don't ever remember like throwing a ball or like going fishing I remember like being handed poles, <laughs> right. given a baseball, but they yeah. weren't able to engage with me at right. that level. And yeah. so it's just like, if you probably don't want that to right. be your experience with your grandkids. So yeah. 
If not, we got to do something different. Right. You know, I think that's impactful to think. It's it's difficult for, to get out of the, the daily, the acute, you know, struggle. The da- that daily struggle. Yeah. And it, it, it can be tough to go like, ah, man, like this is what my day felt like. And, and I, I use the, the, the analogy of a pitcher. So like there's a pitcher that you pour out every single day. And every single day, that pitcher gets completely poured out. Mm-hmm. You pour it out for your, for your family. You pull it out for work or whatever. And then every night, we're trying to, like, refill that. Or we're trying to refill in some way, some, uh, some way or shape. And the most common ways of doing that are TV, social media. We'll put wine or beer, mm-hmm. sometimes drugs or gambling or, yeah. or something in that. That's, it gets it refilled. But then every day we're just repouring it out, repouring it out, right? Yeah. And so when you're trying to introduce the idea of exercise to someone or training, you're like, bro, I ain't got no time and energy for that. My pitcher's empty at the end of the day. And I try to explain to them, training makes your pitcher bigger. Yeah. So that by the end of the day, it's not empty. And you've always got a little bit left. So you can always pour it out. It's like there's always a little bit left in that pitcher. So the difference is having this big picture that is not in need of constantly being refilled because you've got more capacity, which allows you to yeah. do those things. Like, Oh, that was a hard day. Son, uh, hey dad, can we, can we play basketball? Yeah, dude, let's go play basketball. Yeah. All right, man, that was a long week. Um, hey dad, can we go on a camping trip and go hiking this weekend? Yeah, let's go do that. That'd be awesome. Versus yeah. like, no, let's just, let's just watch football this weekend. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think having that bigger picture and what I was trying to get, get at is like we get stuck in that day-to-day grind of like, oh, I'm going to get out of this. But if you can like think bigger picture and think like even generationally, like what do I want to establish with my own family and establish with my own grandkids? And, you know, I, w- I want to be around where I can engage with my great-grandkids. Yeah. You know, and if I want to do that, that means I have to do some stuff now in my 20s, 30s uh, to set myself up for success, you know, know, way way down the line. And that's, it's, I definitely wasn't thinking that way in my 20s. And now that I have kids, that's kind of like impacted some of the ways I'm I'm thinking. Right. What about some of your friends? How have your friends responded to, to kind of seeing you start training or all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, well, most everybody that knows me knows I'm not a morning person, so they know it has to be something that's become pretty important to me for me to wake up at 4.45 so that I can get out of bed at 5 to get there by 5.30. Um, so there's definitely been, you know, a lot of no, like notice taken of that for sure that it's something that is, you know, made a change and important enough that I'll, like, be disciplined. And like I said, I was not super disciplined. And so um, – uh, just to know that it's like I knew that I was going to see results and I just had to keep going. And like those yeah. first, that first month was really difficult to just stick with it, stick yeah. with it, stick with it. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, most of my friends, they do not. Like I know very few of them work out. And if they work out, they maybe go to like ATC, yeah. do whatever, you know, or go to another gym. And um, But I'm like, I I know for myself that would not have been, work, that would not have worked for me because that I'm, I'm not a good self-motivator. If I don't have like this, I, if I didn't have discipline, then I knew I wasn't going to be a good self-motivator right. at that point. So, so to have him motivating me and then also just having a coach that's going to tell me what I need to do and then tell me I'm doing it wrong. So I can tell, so they can tell me how to do it right. I was like, that's, that's what I need. Yeah. So. 
What uh, what is the common reason that you hear from your peers about why they don't exercise or go to the gym? Mostly, like, I'm tired, I don't have time, and I'm like, yeah, but if you did this, you wouldn't be tired all the time. Right. Um, but that's the main thing, or, you know, cost, I guess, too, with um, – you know, getting on our feet in our 20s, you know, trying to figure out our next phase of life. And if it wasn't a priority, then not really a priority at this point. Um, they're like, I don't want to spend the money to, like, get a really good, like, maybe they have a $30 membership, but they go, like, once or twice. That's what I did for a year. I went, like, three times in 11 months. And so um, if it, like, just not, it's not a priority. So they're like, eh, you know, maybe maybe eventually or maybe when I get whatever, whatever. There's always an excuse. So. Gotcha. Rich, how about you? Like, what's the common reason you hear from your peers about why they're not engaging or exercising regularly? Yeah, I I don't know that I have um, a whole lot to draw on uh, from that. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, you know, it's funny because the, the folks that I end up talking to about fitness are friends that, that work out, tend to work out. So, <laughs> right. So the others, I, I mean, you know, I, I, there's the acknowledgement there that, oh, okay, you're working out, you know, but, uh, but uh, not a lot of conversation about it, but typically with, typically with the ones that do work out or, or that I work out with at the gym. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. What, uh, what's been kind of your most proud accomplishment over the last several years with regards to your health and fitness? What's the one thing that sticks out in your mind? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's probably several things, really. Um, but, a, I mean, a couple things. I, the weight loss has, has been good, and yeah. I'd like to do more of that. Um, but I just I, – just the, the just the strength and being just, – just the, just the physical aspects of it to me are, have just been great. I, I just love – it just gives you so much more confidence yeah. to, you know, like I said, to be able to tackle things. Yeah. But, but not only that, I mean, I've, I, just, I just feel better. I mean, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I look better. I, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's it's sometimes hard to quantify the I have more energy and I feel yeah. better. Yeah. But it's uh, the the flip side of that is also like when people reference like the cost, it's just like it. And what price can you put on like how you feeling good every day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because um, yeah. I I know, I know people who are like well they're just they're like having a rut all the time and just always kind of not feeling good. And I'm like. Do you like this? Because <laughs> like it's not a mandatory thing. No. Like there's things we can do to kind of get out of this. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think like yeah, waking up daily and feeling good is yeah priceless. And I think it's I, I just think it's it's unfortunately it's hard to see yeah. on that side, right? Yeah, you know, once you get over here on this side, you're like, oh man, why? How could I ever not realize? Yeah. You know, because I felt the same way of going through it. I'm. I remember having conversations with Carney, you know, years ago about the cost and being concerned about the cost and those kind of things. You know, um, I don't think much about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, now it's it, that's part of my life, and that's that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. That's what I'm doing the next day. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's part it, of the routine. It is very hard to see when until you've experienced it. And that's kind yeah, of like yeah, the, for sure. How do how do you? Mm -hmm. get that person to kind of come across <laughs> that, that line just for a little bit, experience this just for a little bit. Yeah. How about you, Mara? What's your, uh, what kind of sticks down your head for as a proud moments? Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like I keep saying it, but just like mm -hmm. even being able to say that I'm disciplined enough to, to come and do it, um, even when I don't want to, because there are still days that I do not want to. 
especially when I look ahead at the workout. Thursdays, I don't, don't recommend workout. doing that. <laughs> a lot of days. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but also, <laughs> you know, down. just, I mean, I never would have considered myself a super weak person. I have two older brothers, so I was, I, I told myself that I wasn't, I was strong because I could keep up with them. Um, but even just now, I mean, like, when I started, like, seeing, okay, like, I know where I am now. I There is a lot of weakness here, but then, like, what I can do to get to push forward. And then, I mean, PRing on my deadlift, what, I, yeah. as to me, still seems like it's a small number. But but just being able to say that, like, I was able to, I was able to pick that bar up and it had more than I weigh on it. And, like, to be That's able to huge. say that, you know, is like, to me, is like a big deal. Um, and then confidence-wise, I mean, I feel like everybody, to a degree, struggles with body image. And, and even as a 24-year-old, I'm not in high school. I don't I don't have people necessarily bullying me right now about it, but I look in the mirror and I am my own worst critic. And yeah. so to to see like even small physical changes um is like just a huge confidence boost. And then feeling great just in general. Like I look in the mirror and I don't feel quite so bad and then I like literally like internally feel better because I got up and I did. Yeah. And my energy level is higher and all those things put together is like I mean to be able to get up and do do the things I need to in my day and and not feel like crap is pretty great. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's uh, what you said about um, I th- I thought I was strong. Yeah. Um, was I my message here the last couple of days has been like being able to define fitness and and have it be objective. Mm-hmm. I said I find a lot of people underestimate underestimate the standards and then overestimate overestimate their own performance mm. that's one of the things i love about the level method because it's it, it's <clears throat> if we don't know where we are and we don't know where where we need to go there's no way of creating a good plan and so what will happen is if this is this arbitrary uh standard mm-hmm. we can easily go well the standard's here i'm here i'm good <laughs> you know and that's kind of like the uh where a lot of people go well i'm active like your standard yeah. is now active, mm-hmm. right? Well, I'm active. I hit that standard, <laughs> but it's like that's in the long run. That's not really a, a true definition of fitness or, or yeah. standard. Yeah. And so sometimes it, it can be, it can be a bit of an ego check, like with yeah. the level method. Yeah. Like, I'm probably here, and you're like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I For thought sure. I was. I was like, I don't like to say that I'm still yellow and orange in some things. You know, I'm like, but but I know that I won't always be there. Right, but it, it um it, you and it shows you what you need to do. To what get I need, it. yeah. And the yeah, response absolutely. is, and I think um the response it was not oh <laughs> man like I quit. No, You're yeah. Like oh dang it. Okay, okay. Now my wheels are spinning and I'm coming up my with my yeah. game plan. Got my sights and on that next yeah, one, like, you know. Because we have now set a target for yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Know, and, and, and setting that, I think sometimes, uh, like in, in, the, in, in the current culture, like sometimes we don't want to tell people like, well, you're out of shape or you're, yeah. you're yeah. overweight or you're yeah. obese yeah. or you're not fit or you're not strong, <laughs> you know. Um, and I think that's the raw, because we don't want to hurt people's feelings. And it's right. like, well giving that line to people is yeah. definitely not a, a the, the appropriate response to them. The appropriate response is like, Hey, you're not there yet. Right. Here's what it's going to take to get there. And, and I believe in you and I believe that you'll be able to do it. Yeah. So now I've said like, here's, we are, here's where we want you to be. And like, here's the pathway to get there. Yeah. 
now let's do it together, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, and I have yet to, well, I'm not going to say that. There, there's been times where people's response to being told that was yeah. an emotionally negative response. But almost overall, it's been an overwhelming positive response where people go, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, it's now like being able to quantify that, like to look at it and go, okay, well, I know where I am now yeah. at least. Because even before MBS, like we were doing CrossFit, but I was – I never could RX on anything. And so I was like, I'm so weak. I'm so weak. I'm so weak. I can't do women's RX. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because I'm not like superwoman CrossFit athlete, you know, because that's what the standard is for that RX. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dang it, I'm not RX. And I'm like, oh, right. But I just started working out two months ago. So, um, but to move into the level method and be able to go to see, you know, and, and having to start at the bottom and, yeah. and level up all yeah. the way through was like, okay. Like I'm, pr- I, I'm showing myself I can do and some all the of stuff these things. I can do, yeah. and then and then I get to the point where I yeah. can't do what's next, and I'm like, okay, well now I know how to push myself to get right. to what's next, and so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love the level method. To me, it takes out to that that thing coming in every day and looking at the workout, and then trying to figure out how <laughs> to scale it right. Yeah. I mean, because there's a million different things yeah. you could do. And yeah. so every day it's a decision. Well, then you're trying to think, well, what did I do last week when I did a workout similar to this? How did I scale it then? Yeah. Um, and so to me, it just takes a lot of that guesswork out. Yeah. I mean, now you're, you're very clear on what, you, what you're what you walking into every day. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. To me, it, it, it simplifies it for folks. It really lowers the yeah. bar to walk in the door yeah. and work out. And I love that. And I yeah. love the way that y'all... Uh, you know, when you start out new folks that come in and, and, and have them come through personal training and get them caught up. I mean, I, I just, I think I haven't, I didn't go through that yeah. because, because of the way right. we came in, but it was just, uh, but I just, I think that is, I think that is such a fantastic yeah. way to, to get into it. And so I, anyway, I just love it. I want to say that. Well, I, I love that. it. So and, and you're, you're, there's reasons we implemented all that yeah. stuff, like, cause we recognize like, when the, when the RX is on on the board, people want to do the RX, mm-hmm. and they feel bad if they can't do RX. Yeah. And and one of the problems is is like there's a purpose of that workout, mm-hmm. and if you're not doing the appropriate workout for you, you're going to miss that purpose. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, and then like one of the issues with group training is that that workout that may be on the board may be way too high for you or maybe way too too low for you yeah and the only way that you're gonna get better is if you're doing the appropriate workout for you right right um and the other issue becomes of like we're like all right there's group good luck yeah well it's like you've never been exposed to any of these movements before you're not quite sure how the group works and so inevitably like you're probably not going to have a good experience if you do it that way yeah you know what i mean uh, and so you're like, okay, well, how do we make it so that people can have a good experience so that when they first go into group, they not know what to expect and they're going to, um, they're not going to feel like they're walking into something um, that they have no reference for. And how do we make sure that the people in the group are getting an individualized dose, um, uh, appropriate dose workout? And that's yeah. like exactly ha- how, how it works. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Um, what a... Uh, what are your goals over the next, like now that you've done the level method, like what are, what are, what are you got your eyes on? What's your next kind of goal? I, I really want to be able to do a pull up. Oh, I just yeah. really want to be able okay. to do a pull up. Push up is a little further out for me, but I really want to be able to do a pull up. <laughs> what is it? Blue two. 
No, I I'm not even honestly sure. Okay, I think I'm I'm doing like I'm still in negatives and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to think of what. Uh, it's like you could probably calculate how many levels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. and I'm like I'm close. Yeah. I just have to yeah. get there. Yeah, so, I yeah. love it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I would say same thing for me. I've been wanting to do a pull up, and I've yet to get get a, an official pull up in. But I'm I think I'm close. I'd like to lose some more weight. I think that would help, but. Uh, <laughs> But that's not as easy. But anyway, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I think that I think it's cool for people to hear like, okay, you got this goal, and you're confident in it, and you can like you you've been shown how to get there. You yeah. know the path forward. Yep. Um, the uh, the beautiful thing about the level method is like it's it's this constant like it's a never ending path. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the jokes I have for people is I say, like, you know, how, how long does it take for you to look like you've been training for 10 years? <laughs> you go, you know, and I think, um, I think one of the benefits of coming in and kind of seeing like seeing, Oh, okay. Well, here's where I'm at. And like, I've got this big, long kind of, path ahead of me this kind of game i can play yeah yeah allows you to have a bigger picture be like okay well my next thing i hit is is pull-ups and once i can hit pull-ups then in order to level up i'm gonna have to get my deadlift up and then i'm gonna have to to run this 400 meter a little bit faster yeah that'll do the mind yeah for sure and you can play this game in your head and yeah you you kind of see like bam 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 and that is how that's how you you get to the level of someone who's been training for 10 years. Sure. Right? Um, and I, I think uh, there's, I've seen kind of both, both ways where people um, expect to perform like the person who's been training for 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And are like um, frustrated when, when they're not that to that level. And then there's yeah. a person who's like, well, that person's already way, way ahead of me, so I'm not even going to try. And that's like what we try to kind of break those barriers. Sure. Be like, yeah. yeah, they're on a totally different timeline than you. Like, don't yeah. compare yourself to yeah. them. Let's compare yourself to yourself and yes. see. And that's kind of what, like, when you go back to the RX thing, it's like, mm-hmm. well, who is that RX ready for? It, I mean, <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's for a games athlete, yeah, we're all in like really big right. trouble. Right. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, that's like. I, 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 um, I think it's the cool, one of the cool things about CrossFit with the games. I was like, you, you have a hard time really, like, I've never played, uh, professional basketball. So it's hard yeah. for me to really like have a framework for like what that, what the speed of that game is, mm-hmm. like what it's like against playing against seven foot people yeah. who can jump 42 inches. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have any real framework for that. Right. But we've all experienced the exact same workouts as some of these people are doing. And so uh, like I've had people before who've been like, hey, Dave, you ever thought about going to the CrossFit games? They're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I have a better chance of hitting a hole in one of the Masters right. than going to the CrossFit games. But like, I don't think you quite realize yeah. how good those people are. Yeah. But, uh, but it's like if you've never experienced that, like, I, I think what I was saying was like people underestimate the standards and overestimate their own performance. It's yeah. like you, you think what they do is not that hard because they make it look, look so hard. easy. It's like that's what makes them pros. Right. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes people come in and they're like, well, well, gosh, if they can do, you know, 50 unbroken 
butterfly pull-ups, then I can probably do like at least 30. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no. no. <laughs> it's a pull-up one, right? Like that's, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, you know, there's, there's different viewpoints on it and different ways to kind of like um, helping people overcome whatever that kind of mental block is. And that's what I love about the level method. Yeah. Like, if you think your way up here, it kind of brings you down to reality a little bit. I had to set a, a realistic picture about where you are and what you need to do. And, and, and now we're looking to be, we can have positive experiences versus always being just super frustrated. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not here. And that was like, how I was like always frustrated. First of all, I was frustrated because I was having to like do CrossFit math and figure out how to scale down yeah. to like scale way down. And then, and then I was just frustrated because I was like, I'm never going to make that RX at the, at what I saw as the rate I was yeah. going. And I was like, I'm improving, but I'm also like, feel like I'm so far from that. Then like, if that's my standard, if that's what my goal looks like it is, then yeah, like, like, where am I, how am I going to get there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like years and years away from that. So yeah. So that's like the level method breaks that down into smaller gaps. It's like, yes. well, I can go from a five second hold to a 10 second hold. Like, yeah. I can right. see myself making that jump. Yeah. I can't really see myself making the five second to like, a ring muscle up. Right. right. Sure. <laughs> like, that seems like a really big jump. Exactly. And then the other barriers, like, I, there's, I can do any of this stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm just not even going to try. And that's like, where it's like, hey, man, like, the level method exists for everybody. You can mm -hmm. come in, jump on, uh, jump in the kickstarts. We're going to show you exactly what's going to fit uh, your current fitness levels. And you're going to be able to participate in yes. the group and do the exact same training as someone else. Yeah. Like, today's workout was to build lower body strength. Yeah. Well, for some people that is deadlifting heavy. <laughs> yeah. For some people it's deadlifting less heavy, and some for some people it's de it's working on the hinge. Yes. But we're yeah. all accomplishing the same purpose of the workout, right? right? Right. And so I think that's the beauty of of it is like it's just perfect for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And to be working out next to a guy that's lifting. Not not him necessarily, but a guy that's lifting four oh five off the plane. Not there yet. <laughs> he's not there yet, but he's he's getting there. Um and but to be working out next to somebody like I'm like, okay, I'm working out with people that are doing purple or brown yeah. or whatever that is. And I'm doing, you know, orange or blue or whatever it is for me, but also knowing like they're not looking at me going like Psh, man, she's doing orange, blah, boo, whatever. You know, like oh. they're they're going they're gonna cheer me on just as hard as I'm cheering them on for when they're, you know, PRing or whatever it is. And so like the ego part of it to me is just like just removed yeah. because we are all doing the same thing. I'm deadlifting, you're deadlifting. Yeah. I'm just not able to deadlift what you deadlift. Right. And so like, there's like that camaraderie of it almost where it's like, we're all in the, like we're in a, we're a high school musical. We're all in this together yeah. and, and we're doing the same thing just at different levels. 100%. So I think that's the, um, um, you know, planet fitness, um, has marketed themselves on, on like the, the no judgment zone, no judgment zone. But then they also like purposely don't want experienced lifters in there. Oh now, yeah. First, let me say that I do not feel like even planet fitness with experienced lifters is, is a viable fitness method. It's a, again, <laughs> the, the commercial gym space. It's sure. not really work for anyone. Yeah. But the problem I've always had with that, and I will say the vice versa, that's I also don't like a gym that's only experienced lifters, right. unless we are talking like competitive level. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, because I think it's good for people to see and be around people on different parts of that timeline. Yeah. Because everyone, everyone's had a first day in the gym. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you guys a story that you might appreciate. So I was 
uh, I guess it was in high school, and uh, I was working out at, at a commercial gym, and I was bench pressing, and I got wow. the bar stuck on my chest, okay. and I had to ask. Wow. I was like screaming, "Help! Help! Help!" And it, the female weight room attendant had to come pick the bar off my chest. Yeah. So, like, you want to talk about a bit of an ego thing? <laughs> <laughs> a teenage boy. Nice. Uh, the female weight room attendant to take the barbell off his off his chest so he didn't die was yeah. a very ego hit. So it's like we've all had that first day in the gym mm. where we would, we've had like, oh my gosh, am I even supposed to be here? Type right. type of moment. Uh, and so I think it's good for people to sit there and, and go, oh man, like, well that guy might be above me, but like, what you see, you can see into your future. You can be like, yeah, but one day I can do that. And vice versa, it's good to look back and, and be able to say to someone, hey, I know you were struggling today, but don't worry. It gets better. Yeah. You know, like, I've been there. That's what I try to tell everyone. Like, we've all had our first day in the gym. Yeah. We've all had that day. Uh, I'll give you my, my first uh, my first two CrossFit workouts. Um, I was the last to finish, mm-hmm. and I had a bunch of people cheering me on. Yeah. And so uh, I think it's – I think it's like it, that. Can, that can be a really kind of like embarrassing moment for a lot of people. And so I always try to tell someone if that's I'm not like a pull them aside. I can tell they're embarrassed. I pull them aside. Yeah. Like, hey, look, let me tell you my stories about when I was the last person to finish, and I had a bunch of people cheering me on. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when I first took my L one, I was powerlifting at the time, and I was probably two seventy five, two eighty, something like that. I was I was uh, very heavy. Now, I was very strong, but in not very good uh, cardiovascular shape. Yeah. And the workout was 21-15-9 thrusters and burpees. I don't think it was over bar. I think it was just burpees. So they were like, pick a weight that you think is appropriate. And I was like, well, 135. <laughs> Obviously. So I, was like, I was like, well, I was like, that dude's doing 95. And I'm bigger than him, so I should probably do 135. <laughs> so, thrusters. Yeah, so I did 21 unbroken 135 thrusters. It was like, I that killed that. Just... Then I suffered through the <laughs> longest set of 21 burpees that you've ever seen. Then got to the second set of thrusters. It was like, uh-oh. And I died. I'm in really big trouble. <laughs> I think I probably did like five and then four and then like doubles the rest of the time yeah but at this point everyone's finished and i'm just literally by myself doing ploppies yeah, yeah. <laughs> drag myself up plop yeah and had like seven minutes of people being like like the first minute people were like come on you got this and then by the end they're like dude hurry up just <laughs> i did my first workout at mbs uh crossfit i um and again, it was like a bunch of burpees. And I was just coming after powerlifting. And uh, it was a morning class. It was like almost everyone was probably 20, 30 years older than me and like yeah. killed me. And they're oh, yeah. to their clapping and go, come on, Dave, you're doing good. I was like, stop patronizing me. So. That's how I feel every time I go. I'm like definitely the youngest yeah. person in the gym. And I'm like, these people just like, they're running past me. They're all, they're passing me up. And I'm like, but maybe I'll be that. Maybe I'll be that person when I'm. 40 something, 50 something, you know, but I'm like, I'm like, there they go beating me every time. But see, that's the beauty of being in that environment where you can see someone who's in better shape than you. Yeah. uh, Still encourage you, 
and push you and motivate you. And then the flip side, you can see someone who's kind of earlier on in the journey. Yeah. Like, hey, bud, you got this. Yeah. And I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll um, say this in the last podcast, but it's the, it's the power of a high five. Like, mm-hmm. like people that don't appreciate the impact of a high, hey, that was awesome. Good yeah. job. And like, that's one of the best things to me about CrossFit is like every single day, someone high fives me and tells me good job. Where else do you get that? Do you get that at work? That's right. Do, do, do people high five you and give you a, tell no. you a good job? Yeah. Right. And so it's like, um, think of like the impact that has on you just mentally and socially and, and emotionally of like, I did something hard. Did someone recognize that and said, yeah. good job, man. That was awesome. Yeah. I recognize your effort. You, you kicked butt today and here's a high five. And yeah. it's like, that sends you out to the day and makes you feel good. Sure. So whatever happens that day is somewhat irrelevant because I had, you know, I had this good thing to happen my day. So yeah. that's like one of the, one of the, our tenants to our coaches is like, Hey, make, make sure people have the best hour of the day. Yeah. No matter what, they may have a bunch of crap that happens the rest of the day and some emails or family stuff or whatever, but make sure that this is the best hour yeah. of the day, even though it may be <laughs> suffering yeah. and yeah. sweat and your heart exploding through your chest. So. Yeah. Well, very cool, guys. Uh, let's wrap this up. Um, maybe any like final words to anyone um, that you would uh, tell someone who's, let's, let's say this, some words to, to people about um, how fitness within their family, making it one of their family values could impact them. You go first or you go. I'll go. Um yeah, I just uh, I, I I encourage my wife all the time, and uh, and I know she's gonna she's gonna come um, she's gonna come soon. She she has worked out with us a couple times uh, in the in the early part uh, of our experience with it, but um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's great because it does really like like we said earlier, it really gives you that that further connection uh, to to to, you know, that, that point to connect on it. And, uh, and I think it's great. I mean, we, we've, we've had a great time and it's, it's just been, I don't know, it's super. I mean, I, I look forward to it every day. I just love it. I love what's going on at MBS and, uh, love what we're doing. And I love the, uh, one of the things I was going to mention too, is the family. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we come at five thirty every morning and there's that, there's that group there mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, we getting to know each other and we, we joke around every day and, uh, you know, I, I love it. So it's, it's a great time of the day for me. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's you know, it's another community yep. uh, to be yeah. involved in. So, uh, I think it's great. Awesome. All right, Mara, any yeah. words of encouragement? Yeah, I think, you know, like a year ago, I wouldn't have been trying to look forward and look like, how's this going to impact my life? But like, to people that are on the fence or not sure if they want to take that step towards it. Just, just thinking, you know, I want to be a mom one day. I want to be a grandma one day that can play with my grandkids, my kids, even just to take care of kids. Well now that aren't my kids. Um, but, but just the impact that it makes, like even, even little things in my life right now that I can look forward and say, I'm doing this. I'm investing in in my future by physically taking care of myself, and it's it's more than just a physical. It's also a mental and and all of those things. Like it just, I feel like it all wrapped up in one is it's an investment, and it's worth it. You know, like some invest some things you invest in may not be worth it, but this your physical health and your mental health and and in the form of 
getting up and moving and doing things that are going to make you stronger and more energetic and all the all of that is the the best investment I've probably made in the the last year of my life for sure and you know no regrets on that at all you're singing my song. I love it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you, Dave. All right, MBS Fitness Radio out. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.